Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is Season 3, The Journey, Challenge Yourself, Episode 79. Thank you for joining me so much today. You can find me at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. When we were all stuck at home, looking at all our four walls, I decided to make this podcast. Using my therapeutic skills and my journalism skills, I created this podcast hoping that I could reach out to people in their homes, in those four walls. Well, of course, it's been a couple of years later. This podcast is still going strong, and I realized how important in our changing world it is for my voice to be heard, for you to hear my struggles and my journey, and to see how we're all just like each other, that we can relate in so many different ways. We all go through different hardships and different good times, and sometimes it's good to hear that somebody's going through the same thing as you, or how to cope with different struggles. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's called Wide Open Spaces with Elise because I believe, number one, there's wide open spaces in our world that have been yet to explore by each of us, and that we all have wide open spaces with inside of us that need to be filled with positive and healthy concepts and coping skills and leisure ideas and to make our lives more well-balanced. Sometimes our scale is tipped a little bit in the wrong direction, and it's important to have a healthy balance. And so that's what we're here for today. This is called The Journey. Challenge yourself. Um, I believe that challenging our brains is such an important aspect of our daily lives. Let's face it. It's so comforting and appealing to know routine, to have the same things happen day after day, like in work. You have a time you get up every day. You get ready in the morning. You have that routine. Work comes with different things, but it's still that work environment. And then you come home and that drive home or that train ride home or bus ride or walk home. You have a routine and a routine at home. And then it all starts over again. There's comfort in that, knowing what to expect in the hours throughout your day. I mean, think about it. Do you find comfort in that? Knowing what to expect. It keeps your brain scientifically at ease. Your brain works kind of like how a train goes down the track. It goes down the track, it makes its turns, it goes left and right, but it, it's what that train knows. It does that route day after day, and it is part of that whole experience of that train going down the track. It's the same kind of thing for ourselves. We're on a track daily, and we know the curves and the grooves of that day, and we flow with it, and the brain loves that consistency. It really does. It's been scientific, 
we've proven while giving stimuli and monitoring people's brains act, brain activities, they can see how the different parts of the brain function. So when you're in that groove, that expected daily routine, the brain stays at a pretty calm, even level. It's just moving along and it's comfortable there. Do you have that feeling? Do you understand? Do you see that feeling in yourself on a daily basis when you know what to expect? Now, we all love the weekends because the weekends break up that routine a little bit, but yet it's still a routine. It's your weekend routine. So the brain still functions in that same even keel manner. Here's the problem, and we all can relate to this. When something throws a bump in the road, when something puts a little kink in that even level day of yours, our brain kind of gets thrown out of whack because it's used to dealing with the same exact routine. It likes sitting in that same routine. And then when something unexpected happens in our lives, the brain kind of goes a little haywire and it it doesn't know what to do. All the different hormones are flowing just at a very fast rate, the endorphins and the serotonin, and your brain gets overwhelmed. And then anxiety sets in and stress sets in. It's this flight or fight moment. What do I do? How do I handle this? And the brain kind of goes haywire. Because it's used to being at this even pace in your life. Now, we all need that. We all need consistency. And we all need to have organization. And part of keeping things even keel is organization in your life and your daily lifestyle. But if we don't train our brain every now and again to step out of that comfort zone, that challenge yourself, it gets thrown out of whack when things happen. And it the response that your body has is an overload. And so how do we train our brains to not go into that overload, to not have all those circuits, you know, flying and not knowing what to do and creating that stress and it over anxiety response, panic attacks? We train our brain. And we train our brain by stepping out of our comfort zone. Now, I've talked about our comfort zone in in many podcasts, but never really in this light. Stepping out of your comfort zone challenges you. Well, that's a positive thing, right? I mean, we want to always challenge ourselves. It gets us to overcome fears. That's a positive thing, to overcome fears. It gets us to try new things that we've never tried before, or maybe we've wanted to but been too scared. Trying a new job, applying for a new position, those are all stepping out of your comfort zone. Now, I'm talking about in your leisure life. As a recreational therapist, we focus mostly on your leisure time, 
I mean, how cool of a job is that? I get to talk to you about, when I have my clients, on how to make your leisure time more productive, how to use it as a coping skill through addictions and eating disorders and major depression and bipolar disease. I mean, I talk about fun ways to help you cope. Well, sometimes we take, can take those fun leisure activities to another level to help us train our brain by going out of our comfort zone. So I'll share a little story for you um, of an instance where I took myself way out of my comfort zone. And I'm not insinuating that these are the type of things that you have to do to train your brain, but it's an experience that I had that I'd like to share with you. So I went to Costa Rica many years ago. I don't know, probably almost six years ago, I guess. And it's a beautiful country. I mean, if you've never been there and you can afford it, it's, it's magnificent. Volcanoes, the beaches, it's just beautiful. Well, they have a famous zip line there. It's well known throughout the world. And my husband really wanted to do it. So we signed up for the second day of our time in Costa Rica to go on this zip line. And when I tell you, sitting on the plane, sitting in my hotel room that night, having dinner that night, all I could think about was the next day was this zip line. I mean, it was kind of interfering a little bit with me trying to wind down and be on vacation with my husband. I'm extremely afraid of heights. So this zip line wasn't just about trying something new and exciting. It was overcoming a fear. And so, of course, the day comes and you get there and they put all the gear on you and in your head, you're like, is the gear on right? Am I going to fall out of the zip line? I mean, all these things go through your head and we get up to the top and where the first um, zip line would be and they give you a lesson and it, they um, talk to you about how to hold your hands and how to hold your body up. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm so weak. How am I going to hold my legs up like in a horizontal position as I'm holding onto this thing and strapped on by these two little metal things. And they're telling us and we do a little practice, little mini thing. And then they say, okay, who wants to go? And I raise my hand right away. I just didn't want to see anybody else do it. I just wanted to get it over with, to be completely honest with you. And so I was kind of shocked and I felt like, okay, there's no backing out now. I just said I would do it. I mean, everybody else is nervous and scared too if they haven't done it before. And you could hear people saying how nervous they were. So I get on this ledge. and As I hold on and jump off this ledge, I look to the left and I look to the right and the wind is intensely blowing in my face. And I look down and I just cannot believe how high up I am. And I'm screaming, foul words are coming out of my mouth because that's how I felt at the moment. And just screaming. And then something comes over me and goes, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. And then I hit the big like a balloon type pillow at the end that helps stop you. And I'm like, I just did my first zip line. Now, I was nervous for every other one. They were different. Uh, the one I probably was the least nervous was towards the end, and you 
went through trees. I mean, literally, I if I put my hands out, but I couldn't because I was holding on to this bar, I could feel the trees. And it was just this unbelievable feeling. And in the end, my husband and I both completed it, and I felt so accomplished. One, yes, because I did it, and it was super fun in the end once I got past my fears. But that I stepped out of my comfort zone, way out of my comfort zone. I challenged myself. There's something that happens to our brains when we challenge ourselves. There's those stress and anxiety is happening, but all of a sudden, those positive endorphins and serotonin levels start coming out, and you start to feel your mood elevated, and your brain is stimulated in a way that it's not during those calm, expected moments throughout our weekly and daily routines. And so by doing these out-of-the-box experiences, this challenging yourself mentally and physically, you begin to train your brain. Not just train it to have fun and to possibly think of other ways of stepping out of your comfort zone. You're teaching it how to deal with unexpected stressors. It's like a muscle, right? Our brain is a muscle. When you work your muscles, they get stronger. They can lift more things. They can push and pull things differently. When your brain starts to experience things that are out of the box, it begins to learn how to handle those unexpected situations better. So do you hear what I'm saying? So in daily life, when you have that monkey wrench thrown into your day, you don't spin out of control as much because you've begun to train your brain to challenge itself and to be out of its comfort zone. If we don't train the brain to step out of its own comfort zone, it will become chaotic and stressful and unexpected experiences. And not that it won't be chaotic when unexpected things happen, but your brain will help you to control your emotions and your feelings and the way you function much better because you've trained it to deal with the unexpected. Our lives are about being able to cope better to handle life better. I just had a conversation with someone else who has known me practically my whole life since kindergarten and how when you're younger, I don't want to get old. I want to look young. I want to feel young and dress young. and, And here we are at an older age and we're not old, but we're an older age since we've known each other since kindergarten. And we both could say that we liked being this age, not necessarily physically with all the changes that have happened, but how we've come to know ourselves and how we've evolved and how we've accomplished certain things and we're able to put those into our memory bank of accomplishments, but that we're different now. We've identified different things that we want to do and 
we're able to explore things. We have a little bit more freedom to explore some things that we've really never were interested in or thought we were interested in. And, and now we are because we've evolved and changed. And so that's where the starting at a very young age to train your brain to know how to handle the unexpected will benefit you as you grow and as you mature, as you evolve, and as you handle unexpected life experiences. Unfortunately, we will all have those. We will have loss and grief and loss of jobs and, and friends that we were once close to that we're no longer close to or disruptions in your family system. We, we all have these things that happen. We can have a blessed life, but it doesn't mean that there aren't bumps in the road. Or sometimes it's extremely tragic. So the more that we challenge ourselves and train the brain to step out of its comfort zone, the better you'll be able to cope and identify things that really help you move in a positive direction in your life. I'd like to share another experience of mine, of stepping out of my comfort zone. And the reason why I'm doing this is I'm a very, always been loved routine, stay in my safe space. Um, when I was younger, if anything, and I've talked about this before, would throw my week out of whack. I mean, I like was a mess. And I don't want to live like that in this stage of my life. I want to be able to handle the, the sad and unfortunate unexpected with the good unexpected and the happy unexpected. And I want to be able to cope and handle it so that my life doesn't get thrown off kilter. I want to be able to cope. And, and so this is why I'm sharing a little bit more technically of why our brain needs to be trained for us to be able to cope better. So here's another vacation scenario. We go to Ireland. First of all, if you've never been to Ireland, magnificent people are just so pleasant, so nice. Food is pure the way they raise, you know, um, the way they do grow their vegetables and their livestock and everything is just so pure the milk everything beautiful place great people and very green for Ireland and so if you know me my dog's name is Ireland because I do love Ireland so much so we went there as a family and we were big Game of Thrones fans and so a lot of Game of Thrones was filmed in Ireland and Croatia and different parts in the world and so there's a scene in one of the episodes where they cross this bridge that's rope a rope bridge and it goes from the mainland Ireland's an island obviously but the big part of the island the rope bridge goes to like a big rock and you walk over the ocean so it's kind of almost like two cliffs that are connected by a rope bridge. And this was on our Game of Thrones tour because this rope bridge was in Game of Thrones. So it's a little bit of a walk to get there. And as you're getting, you see it, it looks a lot different in pictures than it does in real life. Obviously it's a lot bigger and longer looking and higher. 
and we get there and of course we get a little tutorial and I'm standing there and going I, I can't do this I can't do this I can't do this I mean talk about having a fear of heights being on a rope bridge and there's just water and rocks underneath you and you watch the people walking across the bridge and the bridge is swaying from the left to the right and when it gets windy it sways even more I can't do this. I can't do this. And then suddenly the switch in my brain flips and I say to myself, I came all this way. I may not ever be here again. If I walk away from this and my family has done it and I haven't, I'll be sad. Not disappointed in myself, but sad that I didn't challenge myself. That I kept that fear within the box and didn't set out of my comfort box and my comfort zone. And so with a little bit of self-talk, I climb up these metal steep stairs, which made me nervous just to be on the stairs. And then I step onto the rope bridge, holding on with my right and my left hand to the ropes for dear life, uh, one foot in front of the other very very slow thinking somehow in my mind if I go slow it'll shake less yeah well there's 10 other people on the bridge with me so it's shaking and it's moving and I finally get my last foot onto land and I yell a word and the people waiting to come back on the other side go you did it guess what you gotta walk back I didn't even think that I had to turn around to go back. And so I did so, and that time I did it so quickly because I just wanted it over with. And climbed down those steep stairs and standing there with looking out into the beautiful, seeing the cliffs of Ireland, the green and everything, and the sheep on the hillside. And I took a deep breath in and I went, I did it. I did it. I was fearful. I was frightened. I was petrified. But I did it. And in these moments, I am training my brain to help it when the unexpected happens. To strengthen that muscle. Now, I'm doing it scary ways, but it's a leisure thing. These are things that are supposed to be fun and exciting that we do on our leisure time. These are not things that we have to do to survive. You have to drive to work to get to work. You have to take a train or whatever to get to work. This is something that is leisure and it's a choice on a vacation. I could have very easily just said not doing it, but I thought ahead to how I would feel. And that gave me the push. And that push came from over the years, stepping out of my comfort zone. And there are many things, and I don't know what they are yet, that I will step out of my comfort zone that I can physically do, obviously. But I do this to train my brain because I know as I get older, there will be unexpected illnesses and things happen. You know, I had a you listened, I had an unexpected emergency hysterectomy. That wasn't anything I expected. But I really handled it well in the moment. 
afterwards, of course, with the hormones and trying to deal with my body and its change, I had a little bit of a struggle. But in the moment, here was this monkey wrench that all of a sudden I'm getting surgery. They're taking blood and checking my blood pressure a million times and wiping myself down with this antiseptic thing before surgery and all the things, the anesthesiologist talked, things that I didn't expect that were going to happen. And I handled it pretty good because I had trained my brain to handle the unexpected. That doesn't mean we won't cry in those times. And that doesn't mean we won't feel a little bit anxious or stressed. But it's how that stress and anxiety doesn't take the same toll on our bodies because our brain is used to dealing with the unexpected. Now, your unexpected doesn't have to be as grand as walking across a rope bridge or doing a zip line. I mean, some people have never been in the ocean before, or swam in a lake before, or done certain things like taking a hike before. Those different things, those leisure activities, begin to introduce different things to your brain. And because they're a little bit challenging, there's a natural shift in the brain that this is not something I'm accustomed to. This is not something normal for me. I have to think, how am I going to cope? How am I going to deal with as I'm taking the hike? Maybe I'm a little breathless. My legs are hurting. It's a little steep. I'm getting nervous. We're near a cliff. This is how you train your brain not to be a thrill seeker. I mean, if that's your deal, okay, you've already trained your brain to deal with the unexpected. I'm not saying going out there and doing these thrill things, but challenging yourself to do different things during your leisure time will help you to challenge yourself internally and mentally. We're here with this podcast, with Wide Open Spaces with Elise, to make our lives mentally healthy, more productive, and how to cope better. No matter how good we are in handling things in life, there will always be things that are unexpected. And you have to decide, should I start now and train my brain to deal with that or let things kind of become chaotic when those things happen? And some of us in life have been through a lot of trauma and our brain has been trained to expect the unexpected, but I'm challenging you to train your brain with leisure activities, fun things. I'm not saying you have to jump, jump out of a plane and parachute out of a plane, but maybe take a surfing lesson. Maybe there's something you've always thought. Maybe you've never put on a pair of roller skates before. Train your brain, and that can cause nervousness. Will I fall? Will I hurt myself? But you're pushing through that anxiety to get to the final outcome that you accomplish something new and that your brain is not used to. So my challenge for you this week is to think about at least one thing that you can do to challenge yourself that's outside your comfort zone. Remember, outside your comfort zone. Comfort zone is the things we're used to. It's the things we expect on a daily basis or even on our weekends. So you're to step out of that comfort zone to challenge yourself 
to train your brain with positive, healthy leisure and coping skills. Thank you so much for joining me today at Wide Open Spaces Release. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And always remember, positive thoughts create positive energy. Check out my blog on my website. Pop in your earbuds and check out some of my other podcasts in all the 79 episodes that have been published. And until next time, my friends, ciao and enjoy your summer.